Welcome back to episode 5 of Daily Veritas. In today's episode, we will be discussing reading the Bible and the importance behind getting into the scriptures on a very regular basis for the Christian life. So I hope you enjoy. So, the Bible. Um, There's probably a lot we could honestly say about the Bible. I mean, you could make a whole series on the Bible. And I'd, I'd highly recommend the Bible Project. It's a YouTube channel, but also a podcast. And they have phenomenal videos on how to read the Bible, what the Bible is. So I'd really, really recommend checking them out because, I mean, talking about the Bible is such a, such a dense subject. But for today, I really want to hone down on, on two verses and specifically verses talking about the topic of why read the Bible. Why is it important as believers, as Christians, for us to read the Bible? The Bible is... God's word. It is God's divinely inspired word written through 66 different authors throughout a span of roughly, I think, like a couple thousand years. I'm not sure the exact math on that. But the Bible is a story, um, a historical story that throughout time has one goal and one purpose. And I think the ultimate goal of the Bible is to point to Christ. So as, as the Bible Project was saying, they say it really beautifully, the Bible is one unified narrative pointing to Christ, something along those lines. And that's the first key into why the Bible is so important is because it is God's objective divine word that is given to us through Christians throughout history that have faithfully uh, translated it faithfully, kept it faithfully, stewarded it um, in times where I'm sure it wasn't easy to. Uh, like makes me think back of time of like Martin Luther when the Bible was only something the priest read and the common folk couldn't read it, and now it's available on our phones, which is just a miracle in it in of itself. So I think that's that's part one or part A of why the Bible is important to read. Um, as our lives, because it is God's word, it is God's history with us. It is it is a continued revelation of His character to us and in our lives. The second part, though, I think, comes with how the Bible affects a Christian. When we look at Matthew or or Luke in the Gospels, specifically the very beginnings in in chapter four, both Matthew and Luke. We find Jesus in the desert. Now this, to put a little context to the story, Jesus had just been baptized by John the Baptist. And in that baptism, the Lord spoke and basically declared that it was his son and that he is well pleased and loved with and loves his son. And the Holy Spirit descended upon him. And immediately after that encounter, the Holy Spirit then calls Jesus towards the wilderness where Jesus proceeds to fast in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights, which is absolutely insane to think about. No water, no food. It's just crazy, but that's what he did. And at the end of those 40 days and 40 nights, when he was hungry, the the devil came and tempted him three times. And a part of that temptation is 
in Matthew chapter 4, which we will read here. And the tempter being the, the devil said, the tempter came to him and said, if you are the son of God, tell the stones to become bread. Now, throughout all this, the devil is really testing Jesus and trying to trying to for Jesus to prove his identity. When his identity had just been given to him, you know, not 40 days prior by Jesus saying that with him, he's well pleased and loved and, and that this is his son. So the devil is trying to essentially for, for Jesus to prove himself in a way. And Jesus gives him this response. Jesus answered, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And as, a, as another narrative to trying to prove himself, I think the devil is also very simply trying to get Jesus to eat, to change stone into bread and eat the, the 40 days because he's been fasting for so long. So a huge temptation point. But the, the key part here is that Jesus says, man, referring to us as humanity, shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Now, what is Jesus saying ultimately through this? It's not a perfect, um, like it's not like a, a, a direct, like theological fact, but I think it's, it's a good analogy that we can pull from this verse and also the, the story of the Samaritan woman, which is after Jesus talks to Samaritan woman, uh, the disciples ask him if he's hungry and he says, no, I've, I have food which you don't know of yet. And he's referring to this, to his food, which is the word of God, which we have as the Bible today. So I think an analogy you could give to what Jesus is talking about, that we don't live on merely bread, but we live on the word of God, is that our spiritual body, you could say, and this is an analogy because it's not textually scriptural that we have a spiritual body, but you could give the analogy that we have a spiritual body, and the word of God is food to that spiritual body. So if you eat very little of the word, you could say, you really are doing yourself a disservice because you are starving your your spiritual body. And that's where like the idea of like, you know, let's say like you just go to church once a week for one hour. Imagine eating only once a week for one hour. That would be devastating for your body. So the question is, why do we read sometimes the Bible on such a low scale? We are, are starving our spiritual self. We're starving ourselves from understanding the mysteries of Christ and, and growing closer with Christ by reading about his word and, in, and being indwelt with his word. There's... Um, there's a verse in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 4, where it says, In reading this, referring to the Word of God, then you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. And it's Paul talking to the church in Ephesus. And in reading this is what Paul emphasizes you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. And that's ultimately what the scriptures provides us is the ability to partake and understand uh, a deep richness with Christ. So if we are not 
intentionally reading scriptures on a, on a routinely, on a regular basis, then all we're doing is we're starving our bodies, starving ourselves from from life. John 10, 10 says that Jesus came to give us abundant life or, or life to the fullest, as some translations will say. And I think a part of that life is ensuring that we consume the word of God on a regular basis because it is a constant reminder of God's faithfulness, of God's character, of God's love for us, of God's purpose for us. And the less we read it, I think the more susceptible we are to the lies of the enemy coming in because scripture says that in Proverbs that the heart is deceitful above all else. And if we're not constantly feeding ourselves with an objective truth, which is the word of God, then it just leaves an open door for any truth to come in, even if it's complete lies. So that's the importance of reading the word of God.